Welcome to the Oh Shit Twins podcast. I'm your host, Georgia Martel. Today I'm going to be talking to Makrita. Makrita is an avid traveller and has been travelling with her twin boys since they were six months. She regularly shares tips and tricks and also is an avid supporter of mums going on mumcations and getting a break. So stay tuned. Hi Makrita, I just want to say again thank you for agreeing to be interviewed for the Oh Shit Twins podcast. Now I've been following you for a little while and I just loved the the variety of all the traveling with your twin boys. Um, so that's basically what we're going to be talking about today, tips, tricks and kind of just like your experiences with traveling with your son. So first you just want to introduce yourself, just say a little bit about yourself and then we're going to get right into it. All right. So I'm Arkita, the traveling twin mama. Um, I am a lover of all things family and female travel. So family, because I have twin (laughs) three-year-old boys now and a husband. So we travel as a family. But then I also love female travel. I travel for work. Well, when the world was open, I used to travel globally for work. And I still get my solo trips in, my mamacations. And then me and my husband, we like to travel as a couple with our vacation. So literally, if any travel a woman can do I do it Mm, (laughs) that's kind of me and I'll provide tips and inspirations to help women and families travel smarter Yes, because um, Aquita just got back from Aruba, guys. <laughs> I need yes. to listen to it, you know. I was like, wow, the pictures look so beautiful. Um, currently, uh, May the 17th was when we got our list and we were allowed to travel to green. Basically, they categorized countries. We got the green, amber and red list. So um, I am desperately hoping to be out and about on the planes real soon. But it's not about me today. Um, we're going to talk about like your first experience traveling. What's like the first trip you took your, your sons on, your twin boys? So um, I am from Wisconsin and I live in New Orleans, uh, which is not driving distance from each other. So once I had the boys, finally I had to bring them to Wisconsin so they can meet the family. So that was the first trip. They were four months old. And then that was like our little sip and see where we brought the boys to Milwaukee so that they could uh, meet the meet my side of the family. And um, it went like super smooth. And I was like, like, oh, well, we gonna make this a thing. And then the next month we went on a trip to uh, Puerto Rico. And the next month I took them across the pond and we went to Amsterdam and Paris. So it was like, after we got a little taste of it, it was time to go. <laughs> yeah, because I found when my first trip like abroad was Turkey with my daughters and because they weren't walking and talking, I was like, oh, okay, yes, you have to pack the whole world. But the plane tr- journey wasn't that bad. Like my girls, people were surprised when I got off the plane because like, oh, you, you you know, you had babies exactly. with you. They were quiet. <laughs> they didn't make a sound. Exactly. So, but it's quite can- different now that oh. they are toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been away with them since they've been toddlers because of Corona. Um, but I can imagine it's 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 different. So that's why we we got you to kind of help help us out. <laughs> so how was it when you went to Amsterdam? Like, kind of what was your main like stuff that you realized that you couldn't live without or just any tips that you made it easier when you was traveling to Amsterdam um, because it's a long flight so with the flight um to get the bulkhead seat I would recommend that if you have an infant so that is the seat with the wall and for uh international flights or long-haul flights the bulkhead seat they actually give you little um carriers for the kids that kind of stick on the wall bassinets that's the oh, word okay. it's been yeah, so yeah. long since mm. so long since I had a kid uh, or infant so they have bassinets that go on the bulkhead seat so try to book your flight early try to 
somebody get that role and then if you get that like I would call and book my flight and just say hey I want this role so I can get the the bassinets and so we put there was only one bassinet available I have two kids so we would have to switch on and off who would be able to stay in there but at least it gave mama's arms a little rest I didn't have to carry both uh, kids with me um the whole flight. So I would most definitely recommend that. Um, going to Europe is what taught me a, a double stroller is not what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to get on and off the train because uh, we almost got left. <laughs> Trying to do a double stroller, all of our luggage, getting on the train to Paris from Amsterdam. It was like the most stressful experience of my life. And that is when I realized like, let's do, that's when I got a GB pocket stroller. Once I got back home, a lot of the the, the French use the Yolio stroller, mm-hmm. a little bit too expensive when you have to buy two of them. Two, yeah. So <laughs> I got yep. a GB pocket stroller since then. And the GB pocket stroller allows you to like literally just fold up the, um, up the stroller and you can put it on the overhead section of a plane or it's super light like you just pick the kid up and put them on the train while they're still in the stroller so I learned that about just traveling light and then also like just stop bringing so much crap right so now I travel a lot less with a lot less things and maybe wash out some clothes or just try to be a little more smarter about what I pack because when you got two kids your hands are already full so you don't need like 18 pieces of luggage with you definitely definitely because one thing when we went turkey I was just like oh you you pack for what you think you need and then all the emergencies that you think is going to happen in your mind and you realize that yeah you literally I had so many creams like vitamins this or you know I just when I look back at it now I was like okay yeah you went you went you went a bit overboard with it's like where did you think where did you think you were going like there are kids in Amsterdam ma'am they have diapers in Amsterdam and they have whatever ointments you may need because the kids have butts there too so like if you need butt cream you can buy it (laughs) no that's definitely a total total fact that's a total fact because we actually ran out of nappies i had to buy some i was like oh yeah so why did i just pack the anyway (laughs) it doesn't make make any sense so definitely a big tip is the stuff that you might be able to buy on the other side or even at the airport just buy it there like don't stress packing packing the whole 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 thing but you said you travel you you get to travel for work obviously I know you know COVID's closed so um you're you're very big on traveling yourself getting your own mum times that's something I'll kind of want to tap into because I know when um I went Lanzarote last year just before the week before we went into lockdown I came back and I just felt I just felt that my cup had been really filled even though I I've try to do things like go on little trips before that those five days just me and my friend in a really nice hotel just as you know no getting up not having to think just literally all my thoughts was what am I gonna wear how am I gonna look cute today that was <laughs> so nice so kind of what is, is is that kind of your thought pattern about getting your mum time that you need you just need that break yeah because I think when you become a mom 
it is so much about other people um, in the sense of you're taking care of these kids. You got to figure out their schedules. If you have a spouse, they can't figure out their lives either. So you have near have to figure out their schedules for them. Then you got to work and now you're trying to figure out everything for work. So you kind of can lose your identity once you become a mother. And Marquita was a dope ass girl. So I want to make sure that her dopeness does not fizzle just because now she's a mom like so I want to make sure that I am still myself and the more that I can be me then the better the happier I am and then the easier that I can parent and show my kids as well no matter who you become or what happens in your life like you should live your life unapologetically for you like you should always have moments for you definitely I definitely agree so when you went to Amazon was you breastfeeding or did you have milk I was breastfeeding so I went to Amsterdam for work okay I was there for work um and so my aunt came along with us and we were yeah I was breastfeeding so I literally remember so when usually when I come to Europe for work I'm not in one location I Mm. usually try to go somewhere else for another customer meeting Mm. so I had a meeting in Austria and I literally remember like being on the plane flying from Amsterdam to Austria pumping on mm-hmm. the plane mm-hmm. so like yeah it was um it was a full experience I've yeah. done it pumping, all pumping is no joke because my girls were premature so I had to I express basically because getting them to latch was a bit too tricky um so I expressed for I think oh god I think it was like up until they were like nine months and I was like <gasps> yeah and I was like oh no I can't do this again well obviously they I, I had to top up because I wasn't like as they were growing bigger you know, that's the that's exactly. the downfall of pumping is that the, the body doesn't know you need to make more so exactly. I was I was topping up with with formula but um that pumping experience wow it's it's it's, it's something it's a lot <laughs> This serious and could, mm. I just was trying to think of the person who was like sitting next to me because you know pumps like they probably were like oh my god can it's... I please move seats yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like look, do I look at the ceiling do I look to the oh my god <laughs> well you're making your lovely sound like that's what you're like okay yeah I feel like a cow I just feel like a cow <laughs> pumping is just like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so um so yeah, so you was pumping, you was able to you know, have your oh god, I can't remember what they're called now. You know that like the the packets to put your milk in oh, yeah, and exactly. all the sterilized stuff. Okay. Yes, okay. All that's, of it. Oh, that's cool. So how long was you in like Europe for? I think we were there for like a week, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. We were there probably for about a week. Mm. And the boys were fine when they they, oh. they were small. Yeah, they were perfect. Lovely. They were small, so they, you know, at that age, they probably sleep. I don't know, at fifteen hours a day, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. So there wasn't super super jet lag, um, especially because in the morning they didn't have anywhere to go. And my mm-hmm. boys are, you can consider they got jet lag now because they don't want to go to sleep until like eleven o'clock at night on a mm-hmm. daily basis. So mm-hmm. that's probably the time they were going to sleep anyway. So it wasn't anything extreme for them at that moment. Okay, so now let's get to the the, the fun stage, the toddler stage. What what was your first experience with toddlers? traveling what was that like because that's a big jump I think so I didn't notice a difference in traveling with them until this year Mm -hmm. so we went to Milwaukee again 
in February of 2021, this year, right before they turned three, and it was like, who the fuck are these terrorists on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> like, how long's the flight to Milwaukee? So the, it's like an hour. This you have a layover, so an okay. hour and a half to an hour to Atlanta, and then maybe like an hour and a half to Milwaukee. Okay, short flights, mm-hmm. extreme. It felt like we were going to Timbuktu. Like those mm. flights were extremely long mm. because the the turn up mm. was like, and I guess maybe because there was such a long period of time that they hadn't flown mm. either because okay. of COVID, yeah, yeah. they may have gotten a little bit out of the groove, or they're just about to be three year olds mm. and. You know, three-year-olds, yeah. they they, they got a reputation yeah. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they didn't, like, one of them didn't want to use, we use a harness, an airplane harness. He didn't want to be in the harness. He's, like, wiggling out of the seat belt. He wants mm. to throw stuff. It was, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely horrible and I think with the toddler the, the, the biggest thing that I've learned now is like okay you don't have to use harness that's fine you'll just use your regular seat belt and then just bring as many activities and as many snacks as possible mm-hmm. to try to keep them entertained so now I like the last flight that we flew a week and a half ago each of them had a bag with like play-doh and tool like little animals little cars they have their mm-hmm. tablets they have like little craft things with stickers that they can put like on pieces of paper stickers that they can put on the um on the windows Mm. to take on and off or the back of the seat to take on and off they just have little activities to do to just keep them entertained their tablets their headphones is like whatever you want to do you can do it you can do it in this little area and here's 87 snacks eat Mm. yourself till you fall asleep so (laughs) i think so that's a, that's definitely the advice I've heard like consistently is just just have everything in the world to entertain them, and um, a lot of people have suggested like go you know go to the well we call it the pound store so for dollar store just get a whole exactly. load of cheap new exactly. toys that they've never seen exactly. hide them and then on the plane here you go there'll be you know you just knock yourself out enjoy. Exactly. And give it to them one at a time. time so yeah. like give mm-hmm. them one thing at a time and then hopefully that'll spread it out. Cause I noticed if I give them the whole bag and I'm like, you choose, or they know there's a whole bunch of activities later, they'll just do each one for 30 seconds and mm-hmm. you'll go through eight activities and you're not even off the ground yet. But how do you, do, how do you deal with the organization? Cause that's another thing was quite overwhelming going from like, just worrying about myself you know packing for two kids and and obviously maybe organizing your husband as well how do you organize it and then also when you're at the airport how do you make it stress-free for yourself yeah so organizing that boys have their own carry-on luggage Mm -hmm. so one carry-on luggage is for their clothes and then the other carry-on luggage is entertainment and snacks Mm -hmm. so then that's how I delineate it and so then the entertainment and snacks inside of them I have two um a bag for snacks Mm -hmm. and then if it's like a just like a bag from the store or whatever it comes in I bring little like snack catchers or a plastic little ziploc bag Mm -hmm. so then we can divide the snacks so we ain't got to be fighting. My turn. I need some. No. Yeah. Each person get your own little bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's your snack. When you finish eating it, it's done. You done ate your snack, right? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> no, because I'm literally dealing with at the moment. One of my twins is like, I'm not, uh, she'll eat something, finish it. 
and be like, and then get upset that it's finished. I'm like, yeah, but you you finished it. There's no more. And I realized that she, if her uh, Azaria, she tends to save it, save her food a bit more. So if she mm-hmm. really likes something, something she saves it. And then I, we're watching her, and she'll go to her sister and basically be like, "Can I have some?" And then we eat. This <laughs> is I'm like, you're cheeky. No, no. no. I said just don't give her any because she's finished hers. But anyway, that, that I digress. Yes. And, and that's exactly it. It's like, well, you finished yours. If you want some more, you can ask. It's his decision to say yes or no. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Right? So we try to separate all of that. And then I also separate their entertainment so that each one has their own bag. This last trip, I let them pick two toys that mm-hmm. they wanted to bring on the plane. And then I had some surprise stuff for them as well from okay. the pound store, the dollar store, or the little Target section that has like little $2 stuff. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's how I organized the boys' stuff. If uh, and then in the bag for um, their clothes, I have one bag for the actual like clothes, another bag for like their underwear, T-shirts, um, socks, like, gar- mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. this whole thing's called undergarments yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) undergarments and stuff like that and then my husband you grown bring what you want don't i don't care (laughs) with me yeah that's what i'm like but you know should i bring i'm like sort yourself out i got too many things like you asking me what you should bring and i am packing for three other people you can go butt-ass naked i don't care You're right. I'm no, I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. I don't have time to organize your stuff. So what has been your, probably your favorite place so far to visit as a, as a family? Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, Oh, that's such a hard question. Uh, Let's start with something, I guess, simple. In the United States, my most favorite place that we've been to is actually Sarasota, Florida. That Mm. was actually a sponsored trip that we took, but there's so much thing, so many Mm. things to do in Sarasota. Like, um, obviously, there's the beach. It's lots of beautiful beaches, but then they have like a a marine aquarium where they actually do a lot of like it's a marine laboratory. So they do a lot of research there. So they were able to touch starfish you can touch a little shark like you can interact with a stingray there was so many like interactive things um and then also they have like a beautiful botanical garden but the garden actually has like a kid area Mm. so every adult thing had really nice kid facilities from the botanical garden from the ringling brothers the big uh circus people they have a museum but they have a kid section so that was really fun we went dolphin watching so the kids love looking for the dolphins and being on the boat they fed flamingos at the jungle gardens yeah they fled fled flamingos they fled uh fed alligators they fed um turtles so like Sarasota just has so much to do for kids that Mm. it was absolutely beautiful um and like for Americans it's pretty simple to get to as well it's an hour from Tampa so it's not like a big a big Mm. deal to get Mm. there um so and it was recent so I would say that was probably one of our favorite trips Mm, that sounds really interactive what about um like abroad out out of America abroad Thailand Thailand would be one of our favorites because of the elephants so we did the elephant sanctuary where we fed them bananas and we bathed the elephants and we walked around you know the little 
outside with them. It was such a cool experience to be like one with nature and such a yeah. big animal. Because <laughs> we literally we we were meant to go do a family trip to Bali last year. Um, I've I've been I've been to Thailand by myself like obviously before I had kids, um, and I and I loved it. But one thing I I I don't know. It, if it was just me but did you find thailand sometimes some of the beaches a bit dirty so the beach we the fifi well let me see um phuket i was not impressed by phuket mm. at all mm. but fifi islands was extremely beautiful so I, it yeah. depends on which beach yeah we went, went i think we went we were i stayed in Krabi. And then I went to, I went to one of the, an, a small island, Lord knows, now I've forgotten the name of it. One of the smaller islands as well. But maybe because, um, I don't know if you, have you ever been to Costa Rica? Yeah. I, I found Costa Rica, we had been, me and my, the same friend I went to Thailand, we went Costa Rica the year before. And I just found Costa Rica was pristine, like stunningly beautiful. beautiful. And then when we went to Thailand, we were looking at each other like, wait a minute. Like some parts of Costa Rica are nicer than this. So I was just like, okay, I think maybe that's why I was just a bit like, hmm. Because I think it depends on what beach you go yeah, to and yeah. what part of the um the island. Yeah, because I know on, there's there's so there's so much more to see there. So I'll definitely uh, that's not I'm not saying in a way like to to put off. Like I'd definitely go back to Thailand. I loved it. The food is amazing and cheap and lovely and the people yes. are lovely. So I definitely would go back. But that's one thing I did for was like, hmm, okay. Um but I'd, that's a thing like if I was to go back I'd go to another part and just see yeah. exactly yeah so um how how do you like plan your trips do you do you have a like a mental number of how many trips you want to do a year or do you just you know go as and when if you see a deal you just book a deal yeah so we go on travel deals so mm. if I see a deal then I'm like <laughs> yeah let me get and that like that's exactly how we planned Aruba two weeks before the trip I was like oh because it was our it was our anniversary and I'm just like this has been a long year we haven't done an anniversary trip since you know before I was even pregnant with the boys okay um let's this has been a long year let's just do it let's see what if I can find a flight deal and I found uh, a flight to Aruba for like 275 a person or something ridiculously cheap Mm -hmm. it's like okay Two weeks before, we're going to Aruba. Mm. Um, so I, I do flight deals. I wish my mind would allow me to plan a little better ahead of time. Um, but but it, it, I don't. Um, we're hopefully, I know we have on our radar, like Kenya um, right now. Oh, so if I can mm-hmm. find a good flight deal to Kenya, uh, then I guess I can plan that in advance. Um, but I, I, I feel yeah. like you that the Americans, you get some amazing deals. I think for, for me, the kind of, my main bugbear with this whole COVID stuff is th- like the lot like the, the, my girls are starting school in September. So I wanted in my mind, I was like, yeah, the year, you know, we're going to travel as much as possible before they get into school, because then you can, you're restricted to flying at the most expensive time of the year. So that's kind of, not, I'm just like, oh man, I'm so annoyed because it's becoming like you know the time is going and i'm like exactly. september september's around the corner and it's like oh man so yeah that's kind like of like you guys gripe. are wasting my valuable travel yeah, time definitely <laughs> definitely definitely so i'm definitely trying to sneak sneak in a holiday before they go to school in september i think that's like obligatory that you have to do that oh yeah i need a i need a so well a solo trip i can do anytime but they definitely need uh, a holiday i want them used to getting on planes and stuff and i know they'll they'll be 
super loud and excited <laughs> more than more than anything. But yes. to, it's the sun. I think we all it's it's been a long year. It's been because it's, it's been more than a year. That's, yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly why it's been more than a year. And then they get so used to it. Like now, my kids are like, "I want to go to the airport." <laughs> You're like, okay, do. it's not, it's not just like that. Like, yeah, I'm like, have to work. work. Yeah, they're like, you know, let's get on the plane. And I'm to go where? Where do you even go? And what money do you have to pay for it? <laughs> like, yeah. Because a lot of them, it's a lot of Americans don't travel. I don't want to make that generalization. I don't know what the percentage of Americans that have passports not. I think that's probably the better way to say. It, but I know that's yeah. Quite... I think it's low. It's like twenty percent, thirty percent. It's not that high. Mm, yeah. Well, whereas I think over here, it's it's we've got a higher percentage of the population that have passports. Exactly. Um, also because it's probably because our weather is so bad so we got you you can go to another state you can drive and get the sun where we we got to get on a plane exactly <laughs> so that's the that's the major major difference but um kind of if there's what is your main kind of advice especially to twin twin moms twin families about traveling you might be really anxious because it is a lot it is a lot of traveling with two young young children it can be quite quite heavy because I remember being really really flustered when we went Turkey so yeah so any advice let's say just do it right mm. so it's like anything with being a twin mom or probably a mom in general I don't know only have twins is going out to a restaurant you know trying to go anywhere with your kids getting off the house with twins is just it's it's work right mm. so I would say do the research that makes you comfortable and figure out like the kind of person that you are so I know um like rushing and like having my hands overly full and a whole bunch of things going on at the same time makes me really flustered mm. and very like impatient and annoyed so for me I need to try it when when I fly by myself I literally get to like the gate while we're boarding because I'm like it's just me I'm good I know how to get on if I'm with my kids I get there try to get there early because I know somebody is gonna like stop walking in the middle of the yeah. airport or whatever right so like like when they were little literally every time we would get to the airport there would be a blowout no joke mm. somebody would have a blowout mm. so like just baking in that time of let's have extra time so we can do potty breaks, change everybody, you know, make sure you have a change of clothes, figure out if you're the type of person that wants to carry your car seats on the plane or check them. For me, I check them because again, if I have too much stuff in my hand and to keep up with, I come become flustered. But mm -hmm. other twin parents live by their car seats because their kids love their car seats. Yeah, my yeah. kids hated their car seats. So mm -hmm. it's no need for me to bring the car seat on the plane because they didn't like the bitch anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. you're like no 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 they can they can they can see they, they can, can be in the yeah, seat yeah they can just sit in the seat or you know use the little harness because they don't like their car seats at all so I think really just knowing your child what works for them and then what works for you and try it then you learn like oh that worked well that didn't work well let's try this and you'll see other parents doing it and you're like oh I like that or like oh that's a bad idea so you kind of just learn yeah everything yeah, else with parenting so I might as well ask about every book because I think I have to. It was a lot. It looked beautiful on your Instagram. Because oh, yes. one thing I've realized, I like, I've had to like, I have, I follow quite a lot of Americans, and and you know, I chat to a lot of. Americans. I'm like, 
when will you actually close? Because you guys have been, I'm seeing people going to Mexico like six, seven months ago. I'm like, you guys were never closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys are allowed to travel. And us UK folk, I've, I've been depressed watching you, supporting you. <laughs> Happy for you, but still sad because we've been locked down. So, but I definitely want to hear a bit more about Aruba. Just how was that? Because it looked, oh, it was just like a dream. It looked like a dream holiday. So, when I first started traveling, I kind of was this person where I was like, I don't want to go to the islands. I mean, that's basic shit. Like, in my mind, like, kind of that's what I was like. Oh, that's basic, right? I want to go to... Why is that basic? That is... This is, is like, ridiculous brain, right? Because I guess maybe I was so used to traveling for work where I was going to different things like, oh, you know, I'm in China, I'm in Japan, Mm. I'm, you know, I'm in Indonesia, you know, Switzerland, Finland, like all of these kind of Mm. something different. And when you talk to Americans that if majority of Americans, when they go on a trip, they're going to an island. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't want to be the basic ass American. Right. So I wanted to be like, you want to go like, see oh. different cultures, different things. Yeah, exactly. So at, when I was thinking like, you know, when COVID hit, the only places we really could go to was the islands. Right. Mm. Cause everybody else didn't want us cause we were dirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> your COVID was rampant, but your airports were so open. It's like, okay, this makes sense. But okay. <laughs> yeah. So no one wanted us. So then that's where I was like, Oh, well let, let's try the islands in my mind. Like I was, I was extremely ignorant. Like I must definitely be the first person to say like, I was extremely ignorant ignorant about just all of the culture and the beauty of the islands I knew they were beautiful but like just going there like most Mm. definitely you should go there you should you should visit it's really nice the thing that I want to emphasize is that when you do try to go to wherever you're going is to try to do something different right I mean Mm -hmm. obviously if you want to just sit on the beach and stay in your resort that's fine but don't make a habit of doing that for every single trip that you have right yeah so when we went to Aruba, I was just like, okay, it's going to be a beach trip. I'm just going to sit on, sit on the, sit on my butt and, you know, relax the beach and relax, which is totally cool. Cause I've been watching three-year-olds for a whole year. Mm. And then of course, in the back of my mind, I started to Google and see all of the different things that are there. And like, if you love water, it's mm. the perfect place, right? Because the water is extremely clear. I think it's the clearest water I've ever seen like Mm -hmm. we did a a clear kayak and as we're just like you know paddling you can literally see the reef underneath it and the Mm, changing of the colors from from a kayak right like Mm. this is so cool um so Aruba is a beautiful beautiful place they have a lot of different like um pretty boutique so we did a boutique cocktail that was extremely beautiful we tried to do more of a romantic luxury Mm. thing since it was our anniversary so we got like a private chef to cook for us we did the catamaran life girl this is what i like to see (laughs) no i love it like i love it like i love i just i love i love traveling honestly if i if i didn't have to work or do anything i would just be coming and going and exactly but I just, I like, you know, you got to have a good experience. I, I, do, I don't believe in traveling and roughing it. I know, I know people do that and it's different, like, you know, backpacking and stuff. There's different reasons why you travel in certain ways. But for me, 
when I'm leaving my lovely bed and going somewhere else, I want to I want to live it up, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I want to live and, it up. And I think it's more of that, especially when you're a parent, right? Yeah. And now you finally get the opportunity to go and do something without your kids. You're like, I want to be served. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. It's been cooking how many meals for like in lockdown? The thought of having a chef serve me a meal like I was when our restaurants opened up I was so excited and I think the waiters could tell just pick the food and it arrives I, just, I didn't have anything to do with the planning of it that was heaven for me beautiful it's a beautiful mm. thing so oh what I wanted the underwater um I think you did a dive oh, thing that looks amazing yeah that looked- oh wait which one? Mm. The one in Aruba, or the yeah, or... In, was it in Aruba? The one you went down, you had the it looked like yeah, astronaut. the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the helmet walk that we did in Aruba at the mm. Palms Island. So they put this heavy helmet on. It's like seventy pounds, right? Um, and you don't feel the weight when you get underwater. So like right before you get under the water, they put it on and how it is, it basically has a tube where mm-hmm. you're allowed to get like the oxygen and just breathe, breathe through the helmet, but it's open in the bottom, but the water doesn't come up. So like you're walking underneath, you get to see the fish. It's kind of like, I saw like a photo shoot under the mm-hmm. water because mm-hmm. they got all of these little staged areas mm-hmm. to take pictures with like a wrecked plane and mm-hmm. a wrecked car you got like wine bottles you can drink with um or like that you're drinking Mm, with yeah but it's just it's really cool like you can see the sand because you're underneath the water and you Mm. can see the floor of the ocean um it's a and it's it's 50 dollars extra so it wasn't like super expensive it was pretty pretty cool okay well i think i'll wrap it up there um thanks again for for doing this and i'll be looking forward to watching more of your travel stuff and i'm looking forward to what i can join you too and be posting our holidays yes i can't wait we're we're working (laughs) on it we're working on it thanks for listening to the oh shit twins podcast you can find me georgia martel at oh shit twins on facebook and instagram and my website is oshittwins.com i'll be posting new episodes once every two weeks and in the meantime you can like comment and subscribe